Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am your host, your guide, your friend. I am Sharon D. Meadows. If you've been here before, pull up a chair, come on in, welcome back. If this is your first time joining me on this podcast, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Brief introduction, just so you know a little bit about me. I am an inspirational speaker, a transformative teacher, and I am the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. Now, before we get into this episode, let me say this up front. If you would like to connect with me, please, let's connect on Facebook. On Facebook, Sharon D. Meadows, Sharon D. as in David, period, Meadows. On Instagram, Journey to Self-Love Podcast, Journey, the number two, Self-Love Podcast. On IG, Facebook, Sharon D. Period, Meadows on Facebook. Let's connect outside of the podcast. I'd like to get to know you too. Now, for this episode... We're going to call this the Christmas edition because I want to plant a seed. I don't even know if you if you've never been here before. My um, my returning visitors know that we do exercises because we create change on this podcast. (laughs) So if you've never been here before, I may not do an episode exercise this time. But we will resume in 2024. I think today what I'd like to do is. Plant a seed in some of you, and in some of you, we're going to water the seed. And and some of you is probably going to actually take root today. It's just going to depend on where you are in your process. So hopefully, if you are here on this podcast, you are too on a journey to self-love. I don't, I don't know if you're just passing through. Hopefully, you're on an intentional journey to self-love too, and that's what led you here that you were attracted to this podcast because there's something that you need and hopefully you're going to receive it from listening to my journey and my experience. That is what my hope is. So today, I don't, I'm not sure we'll decide if we're going to do an exercise by the end, but for now, today, we're going to be gardeners. We're going to be gardeners. Okay. I want to talk about your best friend. On my intentional journey, and and just so you know, if you're new, I've been on an intentional journey to self-love for over six years. I just want to put that out there. And what I share, I share from my experience, what has transformed my life, what has created positive change in my life, what has helped me to um, foster a, a better version of myself. Okay. That's what I'm, that's where the place I'm, I'm speaking from experience. So I want to talk about your best friend on my intentional journey to self-love that I've been on for over six years. I met my best friend through the process and it's a, different type of friendship that than I've ever had before. And so let, let me let me explain, let me share. 
my best friend goes everywhere with me. Everywhere. Like a shadow. <laughs> like a shadow. My best friend goes with me everywhere like a shadow. My best friend is in every picture with me like a reflection. My best friend is in every single picture that I take. I see my best friend with me. When I go to sleep at night, the last person that I talk to is my best friend. When I wake up in the morning, the first person that I speak with is my best friend. When I look in the mirror, I see my best friend. I want to talk to you about becoming your own best friend. Because when life starts lifing on you, you need a friend. And no one knows what you need more than you do. Now, I have friends outside of my best friend that I communicate with. But there are some things that only my best friend can get me through. And that's what I want to take talk to you about. Becoming your own best friend. When I was, this was years ago, years ago, I was in marriage counseling. Mm, mm. And, and the marriage counselor, she said to me, I know what the problem is in your marriage. And I said, what is it? And she said, Sharon, you didn't marry your best friend. What? <laughs> no, I was engaged to him last year and I broke up with him because he was a buddy. This, this guy, <laughs> this guy, no, he's not my best friend. This one that I married. No, he's not. She said, you're supposed to marry your best friend. I told her I did not get the, the memo. I didn't receive the memo on that. But I want to take it a step further. I want to take it. I want to take it a step back. I want to step back. I don't want to go forward with this one. I want to go back with this one. <laughs> Let me correct myself. If I had been my own best friend, I would have chosen more wisely. You see, it was my lack of self-love and my lack of self-worth and my lack of valuing myself that led me down the path that I was, that I went down, that led me to marriage counseling, that led me to divorce. If I had been my 
own best friend, I would have had a different set of expectations for myself. And I would have chosen more wisely. Now, I'm not getting ready to bash anyone <laughs> or or speak negatively. We're speaking, we're speaking real. I've said this before. There is no transformation without transparency. There is no transformation without transparency. So when you're looking at your own life and your own decisions and the choices that you've made, you have to be able to take accountability and responsibility for the position that you're in. No one put you there but you. You see, no one put you where you are today other than you. That's why becoming your best, your own best friend is so important because you can talk to your best friend about things that you may not be able to talk to other people about. You can have intimate, private conversations with your best friend that you may not be able to open up and be vulnerable. You may not trust other people to share certain things with them. But when you learn to become your own best friend, I'm sitting on my sofa right now. Before I started recording this podcast, I had a conversation with my best friend. I had a conversation with myself. And I have learned to walk through some things with myself hand in hand. There is power. There is power in being able to get through things when you are holding your own hand. I'm going to pause right there. I, I need to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. I got a great story for you. I'll be right back. Stay with me. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with me and not going anywhere. Before the break, we were talking about the power, the power in being able to hold your own hand. I want to share a story with you. I promised you a story. And if you've been here before, you know, I like to share through my um, illustrating an experience that I had through a story. So this was um, this was some years ago. I went through a period of time where I had pushed myself over the limit, had some health challenges, and then I learned how to fall back and do more self-care because if I'm not here, then I'm not here, right? So that thought was not appealing to me. So I stepped back and I began to focus more on my self-care. So I went through a period where I would take a trip every month. I went somewhere every month, whether it was to another state, out of the country, whatever the case may be. I made it, a, I made it a, an, an intention that every month I would take a quote-unquote self-care trip. Okay? I did it every month. This particular trip, I went to New Orleans. And 
there was an event going on in New Orleans. It may have been the Essence Festival or some type of jazz festival, but there there were other people there. I wasn't there for that. It just so happened I went during the time that th- this event was going on. I think it was some type of jazz festival. I don't even know if I knew it was going on. I didn't attend it. I just remember it was a lot of people there. Well, I did my own thing. I I had a nice hotel suite. I went out to dinner at places I, I enjoyed. I had my oysters. I had my seafood. Um, I went on long walks by the water. You know, just whatever made me happy, I did it. Well, at one point, I received um, an inbox message, a DM, from someone that I knew through a professional organization. And normally when I would do my self-care, I would not engage other people. I would just focus on myself. But this particular time, I made some room. I created some space to have this conversation with this person. And so I gave her, she wanted my number. I gave her my number and she called me while I was in my hotel room. And she wanted to talk to me about a business opportunity. But before she presented the opportunity to me, we just talked. Um, I believe this was our very first time speaking to speaking to one another um, other than just communicating on social media. So this was our first um live communication with one another. We eventually went on to have uh, lunch together um, maybe uh, the following year or two later, maybe a year later or so. I was in her city and she came to my hotel and picked me up and we had lunch. But for right now, we're talking about this when I was in the hotel room. So while I was in the hotel room, she called me and she said to me, I love what you're doing. And I said, what am I doing? (laughs) What am I doing? She said, I love that you're showing other women that they can enjoy life alone and really enjoy it and have fun and be fulfilled alone. And I said, is that what I'm doing? (laughs) I said, that's not what I'm doing. Is, is that what, how did you get that? And she said, you're just living your life and you're sharing your experiences on your, I had another, uh, that page that I'm talking about is deactivated. That Facebook page is deactivated. But she said, she, the, at that time it was active. And she said, you're sharing your life experiences on this page on your platform but what you're doing is you're showing other women that they can enjoy life alone and and be okay with it and I said wow I said I'm just living she said right but it's what you're demonstrating that's what people are seeing and she said I just love what you're doing and friends I had no idea that that's that's how it was being perceived because I was just living and enjoying myself and posting where, you know, posting stuff. I was sharing my life, 
I did not know that people on the outside were watching me and seeing something different. I didn't know it until she told me. I didn't know it until Elizabeth told me what she could see. And then we went into this conversation. And she said, you see, many people don't like to be alone. I said, really? I didn't know that. I said, I treasure, I value my alone time. I, I, I cherish my alone time. It's valuable to me. People have to knock to get access. I value my alone time. She said, no, you do. But many others don't. I said, why is that, Elizabeth? She said, because when you're alone, Sharon, you have to sit alone with yourself. You have to sit alone with your choices. You have to sit alone with that voice in your head. You have to sit alone with how you feel. You have to sit alone with your decisions. And that's too much for some people. So they rather sit beside somebody because they don't want to sit alone with themselves. I said, hmm. I said, wow, I did, I did not, I didn't know this because I, I, you know, that had not been my experience in my life. You see, friends, the reason I enjoy sitting alone with myself is because of all the things that she said that other people are running from. You see, when I sit alone with myself and I sit alone with my decisions and I sit alone with my choices, whatever they good or bad, and I sit alone with my thoughts and I sit alone with my feelings and my emotions, I can deal with things. That's how I become more self-aware. That's how I get to know myself. I spend time with myself and I get to know myself. You see, that's how I know who I am. So to hear Elizabeth share with me that many other people don't like sitting alone with themselves when they rather sit next to somebody else, kind of like to create a distraction for themselves. That just was, that was, that was just interesting to me. So I want to plant the seed. Even if you're already sitting next to someone else, whoever that person is, I want you to take a moment and reflect on how well you know yourself. Do you, if you're sitting next to someone else, do you know that person better than you know yourself? Are you afraid to sit alone with yourself? Sitting alone with yourself is how you get to know yourself. That's how you learn to become your own best friend. You got to spend time alone with yourself. I'm going to repeat that again. 
To become your own best friend, you have to be willing to sit alone with yourself. If you follow me on Facebook, you will see I sit alone with myself a lot. (laughs) And because of that, I generally walk away different than when I sat down. When I sit down somewhere alone and I sit alone with myself, I'm usually a different version of myself when I get back up. Because you see, I am my own best friend. I talk to myself. I help myself. I I have learned to help myself because I'm my own best friend. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you need a friend right now. You're going through something and you need a friend. And the friend that's going to take care of you the best is the face that you see when you're looking in the mirror. And if you don't feel that way, if you don't feel that way, then you need to join me for the next episode on the Journey to Self-Love podcast because we need to get to that place where you take care of yourself first and you can become your own best friend, holding your own hand, walking alongside yourself, getting you through whatever it is that you need to get through. Not saying you don't need other people, but no one is going to walk with you like your shadow. That is my time. I am your host, your guide, and your friend on the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am Sharon D. Meadows, and I'll see you the next time. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I'll see you in the new year.